Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for R.J. Bell alongside Brad Powers and Steve Fezzik. We're going to take you up all the way until 7 p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Brad Powers, are you fired up? I mean, we had no NBA playoff game last night, so uh, it was a lot of man versus food, carnival eats, and all <laughs> other garbage that was on TV. Are you fired up for an actual NBA game coming up later on? I I absolutely am. We got a great show ahead of us here, Jonas. What about you, Fez? Are you fired up? I am, and we've got some great betting information that we're going to give out over the next hour. You bet your ass. You know what else we got? Steve Fezzik, MD, back in the building. You want to know the latest <laughs> on Kevin Durant's injury? We got the guy. He's got no qualifications, but never mind all that. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, so let's uh, let's get it started, guys, because we have a pivotal Game 5 matchup coming up later on tonight, 8.30 Eastern time on TNT. It's the Raptors. It's the Bucks. The series. Series is tied at two games apiece. It's in Milwaukee. The momentum seems to be with Toronto, and many in the media say that these are equal teams. But what does Vegas think? 
Vegas strongly disagrees with these being equal teams. Let's look at the point spread for tonight's game. Milwaukee is laying seven and a half, Jonas. So to put that in perspective, games one and two, Milwaukee was home. Milwaukee was a six and a half point favorite. So Vegas actually is more optimistic about Milwaukee this game. That's why they're laying minus seven and a half. And if you look at the series odds, Going into the series, Toronto was about a minus 275 favorite, risk 275 to win 100. So if you bet Toronto, you're happy, right? You're 2-2, two, 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 you're exceeding expectations. Those odds should be lower, right? No, they're exactly the same. Toronto is still a minus 275 prohibitive favorite to win the series. Now, Jonas, your favorite Joe, you have the fans' perspective. Yeah. Does that sound right to you that Milwaukee right now, game five, is laying a bigger point spread than what they were in game one and game two. Even though the series and everyone out there in the media is talking, hey, tie series, Toronto's got the momentum. Does that sound right to you? Now, this, there's a two-part answer to this question, all right? Now, let's pretend that it's August, last August. Now ask me that question. At, say, it's, la- it's last August, okay. Jonas. Does this sound right to you? I mean, th- that Milwaukee's a bigger favorite now in game five than what they were in game one it, and game a- two? Absolutely not. I just saw the previous two games. What the hell are you talking about? You're nuts. <laughs> I thought you were the professional here, Brad. Now, fast forward it all these months later, now that I've worked around you guys. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, this seems like Milwaukee's the better team. Uh, Milwaukee, despite all the what you've just seen, the recency bias, the momentum, all that stuff, you cannot forget the fact that Toronto gassed themselves to try and get this game. I'm fascinated to see how this game goes just based on that alone. I want to see what Toronto's like, what kind of shape they're in going into this, because I think we could be looking at a route here. Yeah, and here's what I want to get at, Fez. We we talk about this a lot in the NBA playoffs. It's the zigzag. One team's going to be more motivated than the other. Believe it or not, I mean, even though it's the playoffs and you think, hey, I mean, it's win or go home for a lot of these teams. Every game matters. This is the money spots for these teams. Forget the regular season. And yet we see drastic moves in the lines from game to game to game. How much do you value this being a good spot for Milwaukee? And how much do you think the market's evaluating that, Fez? Well, I think I like it, the spot for Milwaukee, and certainly the market's like it. Let's talk about why it's a good spot. So Milwaukee obviously gets crushed game four. Milwaukee, throughout the year, they only got blown out six times during the course of the season. All six times they won and covered the next game after losing by double digits. Now the concern is, hey, they did lose by double digits. Is there a reason that they got crushed by Toronto? And a big reason why they played so badly Milwaukee in game four is bench play. Toronto, Freddie Van Vliet had a baby, and then they went out and had a tremendous <laughs> game along with Ibaka, along with Powell, that whole bench for Toronto that's playing. So should we be concerned about that? Not at all. Toronto's bench has been terrible in the playoffs. They've had the second worst scoring from their bench throughout the playoffs. Milwaukee's bench has been far superior. Milwaukee's bench was far superior. Games one, two, and three, I look at game four as more of an aberration. And we don't want to use too much point value. Is this something that's only worth a point? Because, I mean, Fez, we've seen these line moves in the NBA playoffs, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I I think we're seeing bigger line moves now, at least in this season and the past couple seasons, than when we ever had before. I mean, we saw a a five-and-a-half-point swing from game three to game four. Is this something where you think the, the market might be saying, hey, we upgraded Toronto a little bit after that blowout win, but this situation is a two, three-point factor? I don't think that uh, Toronto got uh, that big of an upgrade, maybe a, a slight upgrade, 
But, um, frankly, let's go back to last game. Toronto at home. Toronto was home. Toronto was catching three points. So think about this. Milwaukee on the road was laying three, and Milwaukee has one bad game. And now the narrative by many in the media are saying, these are equal teams. Clearly they weren't equal 48 hours ago. They were like seven points apart when you had just four for home court. How did they suddenly become equal? And you just spoke equal. Uh, We have another market, at least that's being offered a look ahead so far. And you believe it or not, Jonas, you can already bet – the NBA Finals series. Who's going to win? <laughs> Is it going to be the Warriors or the Raptors or the Warriors and the Bucks? And that market also is saying, hey, Milwaukee is clearly the better team. What are those odds, Fed? Yeah, so Golden State's going to be favored regardless of who they play, and Golden State will not have the home court advantage. So we're comparing apples to apples here. But if um, Golden State plays Milwaukee, Golden State will be a minus 210 favorite. Have to risk $210 to win 100. Contrast that with their odds against Toronto. Golden State is minus 400, twice as large almost against Toronto, a much bigger favorite. If you guys were to, and maybe this just comes down to a simple answering this question this series is tied up two games apiece like we're saying a lot of people in the media are calling these teams dead even but the numbers would prove differently I guess maybe the question is the method of victory for each team they both got two wins which is more likely to happen again and to me, it feels like Milwaukee's method of victory is more likely to happen again. As much as Fez loves Van Fleet, uh, and I can't even pronounce his name. I keep putting an F there instead of a V. Two Vs in the last name screws me up. But as much as he loves him, that hasn't been the guy that we've seen all playoffs. So and asking you guys, don't have a dog in the fight, uh, not a fan of either team, just looking at the numbers, looking at the style of play. I'll start with you, Brad. Whose method of victory so far in this series is more likely to happen again? Well, we like to look at sample size. And, and Colin's starting to use this language, sample size. I, you know, I'm not going to overreact to just one game. What I do like is we got a full season of Milwaukee being really good after a loss. Now, this is only the second time, believe it or not, the second time this season Milwaukee's coming off back-to-back losses. So typically Milwaukee's been strong after a poor performance. And Fez already mentioned it, particularly after a big loss, Milwaukee's responded well. So I'm agreeing with Fez. I think it's more likely Milwaukee that that success can be more sustainable. And keep in mind, I and RJ kind of brought this up, I think, during our podcast last night. What is the perception as far as the media goes and Milwaukee makes another free throw in, in game three and, we, and this series is 3-1 with Milwaukee looking to close out tonight? What would the media narrative be there if Milwaukee just hit one more free throw and that game doesn't go to a double overtime? Yeah, I I, th- I just think if you look at this, I mean, but that's that's the problem. So many people take it one game at a time, and because you've got uh, a game in between game three and game four, and then game four and game five, we just overanalyze and overthink, and it turns into recapping an NFL game. Sometimes teams show up flat, and it gives you a whole week to play Monday morning quarterback uh, when it comes to that. Um, all right, guys, so another aspect to this, straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio, is Kawhi Leonard's status. Now... There's been talks of a quad injury. Um, there's been, well, you know, he just looks a little bit fatigued. Some teammates have had comments about it. But Steve Fezzik, we actually have seen this play out in sports on a big-time stage back in late January in Atlanta. Please explain. That's right. Super Bowl tied. Gurley, MVP candidate, was having a great year, was rushing for just under 100 yards per game. And all of a sudden, 
mysteriously, C.J. Anderson got called off the couch and was getting half of the carries at the very end of the year and into the playoffs. And we're all asking, what is going on? And we were told, oh, Gurley's fine. He was not on the injury report. McVay said he's fine. Gurley said he's fine. And yet his usage drops precipitously. And then only after the Super Bowl is there talk about his knee not being right uh, clearly, we did not get the full disclosure with Gurley. I'm wondering if we're getting the full disclosure with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and I mean, even after game four, Kyle Lowry's talking about, yeah, we knew Kawhi was going to be limited tonight, so each of us had to pick up our game. Jonas, I mean, I'm reading the NBA regulations, the rules here, <laughs> as far as the injury report. Uh, by the way, can you prove it, please? Can you put the paper on the mic just to prove it? One of the old school radio tricks. Just, oh, God, it's so good. Yeah, I- I'm reading it right now. And, you know, this is the NBA injury report regulations. It says here that teams are required to report injuries 5 o'clock the day before a game. And they're going to put on the injury report whether that player is probable, questionable, doubtful or out was Kawhi on that game for he was not not at all not at all but yet Kyle Lowry after the game is saying hey we knew he was going to be limited that sounds like you know not an injury that happened during the game we knew coming in that Kawhi was going to be limited why is he not on the injury report Danny Green says that quad injury still lingers with him but he's not on the report and Jonas this this brings up a big point and RJ mentioned this and I agree with him and this was right after the Super Bowl, the Todd Gurley stuff, sooner or later, with all the regulation that's going on and more legalization with state after state after state, I got to think that someone's going to bring up a lawsuit and say, hey, I had money on this game and you weren't giving me the correct information. I mean, we talk about integrity, league integrity. That's been a big word here. How can I trust that game? How can I trust any of my bets? How can I do any of that? If you're not giving me the correct information, Jonas. Yeah, I it, I just wonder, though, how can you find out that a team is lying? How can they not say, well, listen, uh, something popped up pregame, uh, you know, while we while it was in shoot-around. Everything was fine before then. How do you, It feels like there's so many loopholes in this. I agree with you. It's like buying a, something that, from the store and you find out when you take it home it's not 100% or it's broken or malfunctions a little bit. You'd go back and say, hey, can I get a return? Do you think sports books are going to be willing to take a deep enough dive into an investigation like this to say, you know what, we want to be on the up and up. You guys got screwed. Here's your money back. We please hope that you uh, that you play with us again. Now, we could probably do a whole show on this. I-, I think obviously there's ways around it. You'll have guys like Belichick that'll just put everyone probable or whatnot. There's different ways. All I'm arguing is, hey, somebody, if there's going to be something, he should at least be on it. Whether yeah. you think it's you put probable and the reality is he's more doubtful or out, that's one thing. The, you need to have a guy like this on it to begin with. And I get it, Jonas, to say, hey, something happened in pregame. That's where you come in with the regulations where you actually document these guys. If they're a habitual offender, like I would already say, hey, uh, McVeigh and the Rams didn't report something in the past, and now we're having, you know, this is happening once or twice a season, again and again and again, then that's where you come up with the penalties, Fez. Yeah, and like Todd Gurley, whose numbers were falling off precipitously at the end of the year, we're certainly seeing that with Kawhi Leonard, who was outstanding early in the playoffs, was shooting almost 60%, making half of his threes his last four games. Kawhi's only hitting 42% from the field, and he's only hitting 14% of his threes. Now, we saw this last year in the finals with LeBron, correct, Brad? We did. All of a sudden, you know, LeBron's not on the injury report, but we come to find out afterwards 
that LeBron punched a what a chalkboard yeah, prior like to that. game broken yeah. hand LeBron at that time was the most valuable player in the NBA he was worth six points to the line so yeah he's still playing but if he's not 100% that's a couple of points we're talking the NBA finals where every half point matters yeah this is going to be an ongoing issue which by the way I call BS on that nobody's got a chalkboard anymore it's all a whiteboard the idea that they've still got <laughs> chalkboards in an arena in the NBA makes no sense at all It'd be like if your buddy said sorry man I dropped my pager in the toilet that's why I'm late well you just I called you on your lie right away nobody Did has a pager anymore excuse last week Charles? yeah I mean that's the move you know you gotta yeah. look you gotta tell her something Brad if you show up late yeah. you gotta tell her something she's not gonna believe the old tricks uh, alright so we are straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio you can check out the show on the iHeart Heart Radio app as well. Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, Jonas Knox in for RJ Bell. Coming up next, there is a major update and it could determine the fate of the NBA Finals. Find out what it is here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on-site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. 
Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox in for R.J. Bell alongside Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have a major update that could impact the NBA Finals. But as we do every single day, despite R.J.'s absence, we go live to the Las Vegas Strip for the weather from the Las Vegas Strip from our interim meteorologist, Bradley Powers. Yeah, thank you, Jonas, each and every day. We love bringing the fun of Vegas to each and every one of you. And right now, temperature on the strip. 67 degrees, and the neon is pulsing. Back to you, Jonas. Uh, so let's get into uh, the Kevin Durant situation. A lot of people are wondering about his status. Uh, Steve Kerr updated Kevin Durant's status earlier today and said unlikely to be available for the start of the NBA Finals. And so as we do, anytime there is an injury of this importance, we go to somebody with zero qualifications to discuss <laughs> the injury, and that somebody is Steve Fezzik MD. Fez, your thoughts on the Kevin Durant injury. So there's three different grades of calf strains that you can have. Durant has a calf strain, and we have not heard what grade it is. But we can rule out grade <laughs> one, Jonas, because the recovery time is seven to ten days. So Kevin Durant went out back on May 8th. So he would be back and healthy by now if it was a grade one. So that means it's either a grade two or a grade three. Grade three apparently basically puts you in a wheelchair for a while. You're out for three months. So it's likely it is indeed a grade two calf strain. The recovery time four to six weeks. So guess what? If we go ahead and look at May 8th as the time of the injury, four weeks from then is right around the time of games three and four, June 5th and June 7th. So optimistically, that would be likely the earliest he would return if he does indeed have the grade two calf strain. And if he does come back, that's pushing the envelope coming back right at that four week mark with the typical recovery time, four to six weeks. Well, I know his thumbs are 100% because he's got an ongoing feud with our own Chris Broussard <laughs> here. So I, I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, so he has been uh, he has been active just not on the basketball court. All right, so then all jokes aside, now that we see that he's, you know, unlikely for the start of the NBA Finals and who knows depending on this the severity and his recovery time and all that and especially how long this series goes uh, between the uh, Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks, Fez, how can you take advantage of Kevin Durant's status and correlate that into an MVP bet that you can place? Yeah, so I think an excellent bet to make, and it's hard to find, Jonas. Not many books have this up, but there are odds at at least a few books. Who is going to be the MVP in the NBA Finals? And I know that a buddy of mine was able to bet Curry plus 200, 2-1, to to be the MVP. Now think about this. 
if Durant is very likely going to miss half of the NBA series and certainly games one and two, all of a sudden Curry becomes the clear-cut favorite to be the MVP, and he was plus 200, an outstanding bet. And think about this, Jonas. Right now, Milwaukee, no matter who they play, whether or Golden State, no matter if they play Milwaukee or Toronto, a significant favorite, either minus 200 or minus 400. Bet $2 to win a buck, four to win a buck. And if Golden State wins the NBA final, who is going to be the MVP? It's got if it, if Kevin Durant's out, it's got to be Steph. Oh, by the way, and here's why I really like this bet, and I'll concur with Fezzik MD here. I think there's going to be at least some. Let's keep in mind, Steph Curry's never won a Finals MVP, yep. so there's going to be some sentiment already going into it that maybe we should give Steph Curry an MVP. That's whether or not he deserves it. This season or not, Fez? Yeah, so all things being equal, let's say Draymond Green has the finals of his life. He's been playing really well, and Curry plays great as well, and Golden State wins, and it could go either way. Probably the voters, that sentiment would sway towards Curry, especially taking into consideration all that he's done since Durant went out as well. Hey, look, we saw it back Super Bowl 41 when the Colts beat the Bears. Peyton Manning had no business winning the MVP of that game, but they gave it to him because it was his first Super Bowl. You could have given it to Dominic Rhodes. You could have given it to, to Joseph Adai. I think they both had over 100 yards rushing. It was a sloppy game. Manning had a turnover. Like, there was no business for Peyton Manning to get that. So I do think that there is sentiment attached to some of these votes. When they can give it to somebody, you know, tie goes to the guy with the best best career path upon getting there. I think you see it all the time in the NBA. Um, all right, guys. Uh, just go ahead, Brad. No, go ahead, Josh. Okay. Um, so the situation in the NBA, and this has been a, a big discussion, what's with the ratings? You know, the ratings are down, and, and what's going on in the league? Are they in trouble, and what is happening? Well, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver was on the Today Show, and he was talking about the situation with the ratings in the NBA playoffs. Here's what the commissioner had to say regarding LeBron's absence. LeBron is one of the biggest stars in the world, and he also played in the East, and so, you know, the reason I look a little bit tired is a lot of our games are in the West, and it's late at night, and I recognize most people choose to go to sleep at a reasonable time, and so from a rating standpoint, not having LeBron in the playoffs, not having him in the East has clearly impacted ratings. Okay. Um, just a quick, and again, I, I don't have my map in front of me. I'm not looking at a globe. I, we got no internet connection in here right now, so I can't even Google this. Just quick, uh, just curious. The Golden State Warriors play in what state, Brad Powers? California. Okay. What time zone is California in? Pacific. Okay. Um, so they've been the best team in the NBA the past five years, but now all of a sudden people can't stay up late to watch these games. What a bunch of crap. <laughs> I, I don't buy this at all. And I don't buy that it's not it's LeBron not being there as the full reason why there's an issue with the ratings in the NBA. What I think it is is the coverage of the NBA. The coverage of the NBA is garbage for the most part. I think people during the regular season, all they want to talk about is who's going where in July and not talk about what hap what's happening during the season. If you can 
continue to tell me that the best part of our product is coming up in July, why should I give a crap about it in January, February, March, or April? It doesn't matter. So when the commissioner says stuff like that and then cries that he's got to stay up late to watch games, I don't know what to move uh, the Warriors to Toledo. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is the way it goes. Uh, They're talking about maybe moving up start times. I just think that people are finding every reason to want to blame. Oh, it's LeBron and it's this and it's the coverage. You sell drama. You don't sell what's on the floor. And to put in perspective uh, on what Vegas thinks about it, obviously you go to handle how much are people. Is this impacting how much people are betting? To a certain extent, it's not. We've had record handles here uh, in Nevada. But but one thing I want to compare it to is football. And last year, there was $1.8 billion, That's with a B, $1.8 billion bet on football. Believe it or not, $1.5 billion bet on basketball. This is college and pro. So there's not that much separation between football and basketball, right? That's probably shocking to a lot of people. Keep in mind, Jonas, there's t- nearly 10 times as many NBA games, college basketball games, are there as there are college right. football and NFL games. So if you're asking me handle on a game, I mean, it's nearly 10x, 10 times per game, NFL and college football compared to basketball. And some of it, Fez, you're a guy that's betting most sports almost on a daily basis. What has your interest level been? Has it been the same as what it was 10 years ago with the NBA? No. for I really can't quantify why, but I know any football. Hey, you can put the Alliance of American Football out there, and I'm interested. And for some reason, that NBA just has not captured my fancy. I watch it because it's my job, but I don't know if I'd watch it if it wasn't. And then as far as this late start time, i got to comment on this. And Enos Cantor can back me up because he had to fast until the sun went down. <laughs> the last four games that Golden State played, ended right around 9 p.m. Pacific, not like it was 10.30 p.m. Pacific. And also, I think this might be a byproduct, Jonas, uh, of you know all the, the talk shows, the debate shows, because they, they want to talk storylines and whatnot, and there's not a lot of shows out there talking deep dive analysis on games. So it might be also a byproduct of that, that you know th- there's all these debate shows, and let's face it, you're going to debate whether or not a team should have went for it on third and five in the first quarter of a game, or are you going to talk big picture? And the same obviously goes for the NBA. And it's also, look, the NFL, it's appointment, it's appointment viewing, and every game feels like a big game. Like, even the preseason games for, like, the first quarter when the starter's in, ooh, your first look at what you got. Like Everything feels like a big deal in the NFL. And I just think the NBA has given such... They, they cut teams so much. Even when you go into the playoffs, if a team loses two games in a row, yeah, big deal. And when they get down 3 nothing, then we'll re- really worry about it. In the NFL, you lose two games in the playoffs. Guess what? You didn't get to the second because the first one and you're done. I just think they give you... They cut you too much slack. You're allowed to lose more. You're allowed to... Not everything is made to be a big deal. Players sit out all the time. They're they're resting all the time. Load management was an issue. Like we can we can all say, well, there's no LeBron, and and that's why the ratings have taken a hit. That's garbage. He's not going to be in the league in three years. Then what's the excuse going to be? If anything, I actually think no LeBron in this playoffs is a good thing for the future of the NBA because you had guys like Dame Lillard, Jokic, other players that people weren't familiar with who actually got some love because there was no LeBron. I just I think we're trying to take the easy way out on this instead of just looking at how the league is covered from a whole. I just, I, I don't understand it. 
I think it's a great point, Jonas. This whole load management, you look at Kawhi Leonard, just goes ahead and takes 22 games off during the season. Who knows if Embiid is going to play? So you've got some of the biggest superstars always uncertain whether or not they're going to play. Basically, not even injury, just rest that you have to concern. Be about. Yeah, and look, Adam Silver's talking about the playoff ratings being down. Let's face it, Zion and Duke was getting better TV yep. ratings during the regular season than the NBA games. So Zion and Duke more interesting than the NBA. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik in for RJ Bell. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next, we have got a controversial hire in the world of sports. That Not big fans of this hire is somebody on this program. We'll get to that next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Coming up here in 12 minutes from now here on Straight Out of Vegas, we have a very special best bet, all right? It is a special best bet from the one and only Steve Fezzik. So we'll get to that here 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so the uh, the Michigan Wolverines have a new head basketball coach, and that man is Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard of Fab Five fame uh, has bounced around, uh, been an assistant for a long time, according to many people, has really put in and paid his dues. Brad Powers, you are not a fan of the hire. Please explain. Yeah, first and foremost, uh, let me preface and say nothing against Juwan Howard. Personally, seems like a good guy. Everyone's no, talking about it. Skip the, the apologies. One. Bring out the ball bats. Let's go, Brad. Well, Come on. I mean, here's what I see. And, and then I'm going to go on top of what <laughs> Vegas sees. Not just me, Brad Powers, but also <laughs> Vegas over the top of it. I, yeah, he's had a lot of experience as an assistant coach, not as a head coach. And, oh, yeah, by the way, all these years as an assistant coach, uh, in the NBA, Fez, no college experience whatsoever other than those three years he played at, at Michigan. And, and from what I see, and it's, you know, we've seen this with the, everyone trying to, it's a copycat type of league, the, the NFL trying to get the next McVay. And we saw all those guys that had, you know, sword on so uh, ties to McVay. You, you, if you had a cup of coffee with him, you got hired as a coach, Cliff Kingsbury. What I'm seeing now is the hot name in college basketball is Penny Hardaway. He's the Memphis head coach. And if you haven't been following it closely, Memphis has the number one recruiting class in the country this year. Not Kentucky, not Duke, Memphis. So I think Michigan's trying to capture that. But, but I'll say this. Mostly these former players or former NBA greats becoming college head coaches have not worked out. Clyde Drexler, what, he, he retires and suddenly he's the Houston head coach. This is back about 20 years ago. That was a total flame out. More recently, Chris Mullen at St. John's, that was a, a dumpster fire and a half. Isaiah Thomas at FIU, I mean, you probably even had heard of it because he was there for about a cup of coffee and he was gone. Avery Johnson at Alabama. I'm not buying it. I mean, I don't think this is a great hire, especially coming off a guy and John Beeline, that was considered to be a top five coach in the country. And, and if you don't believe me, you're saying, hey, Brad, you're wrong. This is going to work out. This is a great hire. Here's what Michigan's odds. Uh, you come out with odds as far as whether or not Michigan can win the national championship next season. These come out right after the national championship game from this year. So about two months ago, these lines came out. Right after the national title game, Jonas, Michigan was about 10 to 1 or 12 to 1 to win the title the following year. Right now, I just looked before the show. 
Michigan's 50 to 1. So they went from 10 to 1 to 50 to 1. I get it. They lost a player or not, but a lot of those guys were already expected to leave for the NBA. I mean, John Beeline and Juwan Howard's going from 10 to 1 to 50 to 1. So if you don't believe me, believe the odds right now. And Memphis goes from 50 to 1 down to about 12 to 1 currently. So if my math is correct here, Vegas is telling you that the Michigan Wolverines basketball team is 500% worse than they were the day before they hired Juwan Howard. Am <laughs> I going to correct? Okay. I just, here's the part that bothers me with ever, like, there are people out there that go, man, I love this hire. I love this hire. Yeah, why, why do you like the hire? Well, you know, he's really, uh, God, he's been in this on this coaching staff. No, no, why don't you just be honest about it? You like the hire because you recognize the name. Just say it. I heard the same crap a few years back. Everybody loved this hire, loved the move, loved the hire. That guy was Magic Johnson, and that turned into a turd on fire on his way out the door. That organization has not been the same. I, I hear the same thing about when Mike Mayock got the job with the Oakland Raiders. I heard people talking about, man, love the hire, love Mike Mayock. Look. Why do you like it? Well, because no, 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 because you recognize his name. Just because the name is recognizable doesn't mean it's going to translate into a big hire. Like you mentioned, Avery Johnson, Clyde Drexler, Chris Mullen. There's more examples of it not working than it is working. And this idea that Jawan Howard is the right guy for the job just because he went to Michigan, I, I just I don't understand it. I really don't. And what's really bothered me, Jonas, is some of these shots that were taken at John Beeline, who I just said was considered to be a top five coach. There's Jalen Rose on John Beeline's recruiting style. In his entire tenure, we're talking about John Beeline, Jalen Rose is talking here. We had a grand total of zero McDonald's All-Americans get recruited to the University of Michigan. I think Jawan Howard is the guy that could bring that back. Well, okay, you know, John Beeline hasn't recruited any McDonald's All-Americans, but when they walk out the door in Ann Arbor, he's had seven guys go in the first round in the last six years. That's more than Tom Izzo at Michigan State, more than any team in the Big Ten. You got Jay Williams out there saying, you know, bring back the culture of that program. Juwan Howard, he needs to be the next coach. What's wrong with the culture? Uh, Michigan right now they got a top five culture yeah what do you want to bring back the culture of the fab five that won exactly zero national championships zero big 10 championships got a bunch of banners taken down put Michigan on probation sent them back to the dark ages basically for 10 years that's the culture you want to bring back Daryl I mean you grew up following the producer Daryl oh yes you grew up following you know the fab five I get it. It was culturally, it was big. I mean, you had the, the baggy shorts, the black socks, bald heads. But I mean, shouldn't winning come first? Forget <laughs> I, winning is a culture. Michigan's a top five program. What's wrong with that culture? I don't think anything is wrong with that culture, but it goes back to what Jonas said. It's a recognizable name, and and that is what the culture is. I, I mean, geez, uh, you know, I think Alf was still on in 1991. We bring an Alf back wow. now for TV. I, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, what? We're just going to go back to 91, 92. It was almost 30 years ago that they were successful. I, did, I don't know. Look, and I'm not saying that he won't be a bad, that he won't be a good coach. I'm not saying that it, that it's going to fail. But the idea that we love the hire. Why do you like the hire? Give me a head coaching job that he's done uh, since he's been out of the NBA. Oh, that's right. He hasn't been a head coach anywhere. So the only reason you like the hire is because you recognize the name. I just think. 
too often uh, people go with what's recognizable as opposed to actually thinking about what they're saying. We saw it again with Magic Johnson, now with Jawan Howard. I just think it happens a lot. I just, I don't know. I mean, and, and Brad, what, 10 to 1 now to 50 to 1? <laughs> like, yep. I mean, if, they, if the hire was so great, why does Vegas think they're 500% <laughs> worse? It just doesn't make sense. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio, in for RJ Bell. All right, coming up next, Steve Fezzik has promised not only a best bet, but a best prop bet on how a player will do in tonight's Game 5. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now, it is the odd couple here on Fox Sports Radio with Rob Parker and uh, Kevin Durant's 
enemy, Chris Broussard. We'll see if they can go a third day with uh, with Broussard <laughs> pissing off uh, Kevin Durant. So that'll be coming up top of next hour here on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates, but also on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Fox Sports Radio. All right, so we've got a game five between the Raptors and the Bucks from Milwaukee tipping off 8.30 Eastern time on TNT. This series is tied up at two games apiece. Steve Fezzik, right now the Milwaukee Bucks on pregame.com are a seven and a half point favorite. And I like Milwaukee here, Jonas. I bet Milwaukee. It is a home run spot for the deer here off of a blowout loss. When Milwaukee loses by double digits, they've been money all year long in that role. They're 6-0 straight up, 6-0 against the spread. And, and more important, Jonas, is they've covered those games. So when Milwaukee loses by double digits, 10 or more, they get blown out. The next game, they win, they cover, and they cover by 13 points per game. And further, it's a great bench bounce-back spot for Milwaukee. Milwaukee's had a great bench throughout the playoffs, but they had a bad game. Toronto's bench outscored Milwaukee's in Game 4 by 25 points. That is an aberration. Prior to that, Milwaukee's bench had been far superior, and I expect them to be far superior tonight. Yeah, so Milwaukee for the, the playoffs. Their bench had been averaging 38 points per game. Toronto only 24. So you had the third best bench and the second worst bench in all the playoffs. And yet 48-23 when it should be 38-24. Hold on. Let me do the math. That's nearly 40 points difference. That maybe explains the 20-point blowout, Fez. So maybe Freddie Van Vliet will hit all his threes again, but I <laughs> certainly would not count on it. And further, I think that this is a free roll here because I think this line, it was 6.5, it's up to 7.5, and, and I think a lot of that reflects these spots that we're talking about. But what I don't think it reflects is a free roll here. And by a free roll, I'm not sure Kawhi is 100%. He's not on the injury report. His coach says he's fine. He says he's fine. His teammates say he's got a lingering injury. Many in the media go as far as to say he's playing on one leg. If Kawhi is not close to 100%, this isn't a good bet. It's a great bet. Now, Fez, speaking of Kawhi Leonard... Kawhi Leonard has been dealing with what apparently maybe a quad injury, maybe not a quad injury. Not not really sure, not on the injury report, but you also have a bonus best bet on this game, and it involves Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard under 28 points. I like this bet. Frankly, Jonas, I love this bet. I made this bet, and two reasons that I love this bet. One is we talked about, is Kawhi 100%? It does not appear that he is, and certainly we've seen his production tailing off the last four games after starting the playoffs great the first nine games. But further, there's been a fundamental change in Toronto's defense. Leonard has been guarding Giannis much more the last two games. And because of that, think about the energy that it takes to guard Giannis. Well, that's going to restrict Giannis, but it's going to compromise Leonard and his ability to score points because of that big bet, Kawhi Leonard, under 28 points. Yeah, and that's been one of the big adjustments, Jonas. We mentioned this briefly yesterday. Games one and two, Kawhi only guarded Giannis a total of 19 combined possessions. Last two games, Kawhi's been on Giannis a total of 75 possessions, nearly five times as much as he's been covering Giannis. It takes a lot of energy to cover a guy like that. Love this bet, Fez. Under 28 points for Kawhi Leonard. And also, I would think that the bet on Milwaukee, because Fez, you do like Milwaukee minus the seven or seven and a half, depending on where you you get it at, and you like Kawhi under the points. Look, if Milwaukee gets up big in this game, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that, that Toronto looks at this and says, look, 
this game's done. Let's save everybody for game six in what really will be a must-win situation. And if you bench Kawhi Leonard late, you got to like your odds in getting it under 28. Absolutely. And there is a little bit of what we call correlation with these bets that if Milwaukee does cover the seven and a half, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. probably more likely I'm going to cash with the Leonard under bet as well. All right. So we do have a bonus best bet from Brad Powers. If you think we were going to go the whole show without talking to NFL, you are dead wrong. Brad Powers, take it away. Yeah, so a couple of recent news stories has me all over this one. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, the Steelers, to win the AFC North. You can get close to 2-1 to one on this one. Pittsburgh to win the AFC North. Number one, we're hearing all these stories. Big Ben, he invites over his teammates to the lake house, something he hasn't been doing in recent seasons. And on top of that, are you going to trust the favorite Cleveland Browns with a young quarterback, a rookie head coach, a lot of combustible personalities when the Browns haven't won a division title since 1989. Give me the underdog, believe it or not, the Steelers, the team that's dominated this division for the last three decades. Pittsburgh to win the AFC North right around 2-1. to one. Good stuff from Brad Powers. Good stuff from Steve Fezzik. I'm Jonas Knox in for RJ Bell. The Odd Couple is next. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.